We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right. Welcome to the Mark Cox Morning Show. A happy Valentine's Day. If that's something you were uh, doing today, happy Ash Wednesday. If that's something you're uh, going out, headed out this morning, Carl's going to be doing that sometime after the show, right, Carl? I'm looking to go to the noon service downtown. Ah, uh, dodge the uh, homeless people on the way over. Yeah, uh, I will be Good for blessed you. by the Lord, so I will be <laughs> fine. And so clear. it it won't matter. I get that. Kim, how are you? I'm doing okay. Happy Valentine's Day. You guys too. We had a little uh, little uh, Dutch treat going on in here this morning. Kim brought us chocolate this morning. Wasn't that nice? Did you guys finish that Thank already? You. It's not finished, but Carl made the mistake of the dirty trick of sitting it over here See, next to me. Dirty trick. Instead of it sitting over there where it normally would by the door, and then Carl would be eating most of it. I had three pieces, and <clears> I said, <throat> I don't want this anymore, so I I've, put it to Mark. And Mark, how many have you had? I've now had three pieces of it, so, yeah. <clears throat> it's good, though. It yeah, you fantastic. need that sugar boost in the morning. The Russell Stover's get you Milk and <clears throat> Dark assortment. I, I did buy uh, the... the um, Chocolate peanut butter, chocolate peanut butter cups for my wife in her little uh, uh, gift that I gave her. Were last they night. shapes? <clears throat> Were they hearts? Are they little hearts? Yeah, yeah. Cute. Because that way I could get to eat some of them later. So that makes me happy. <laughs> it's very, it was very strategery. It's some strategery on my part. Going That's on there. W would say. That's W might say. <laughs> Not that we're quoting W too much on here these days, are we? For sure. All right. Uh, the big lots of news happening overnight. Uh, the that special election up in New York didn't go our way. Uh, the George Santos seat, which the Republicans very short-sightedly chose to abandon. Uh, we we could have had at least one more vote uh, until at least for the end of the year, because this they'll have to vote again in this district at the end of the year. His term was about up anyway. Was it going to run for re-election? But instead, we gave that seat away. Now, it was a combination of things. The Democrats are all saying, you know, it's a bellwether for what's going to happen in 2024. Nonsense. It was a special election in a very purple mixed district, and it snowed like hell yesterday in New York. So, in other words, the Democrats who all ran out and, and garnered a bunch of votes in advance, didn't they, the Republicans were expecting to counter that again on Election Day. And guess what didn't happen yesterday? People didn't turn out because it was the middle of a snowstorm and they got five or six inches of snow. Uh, that's probably why this lady lost up there. But regardless, Carl made this point earlier, if, uh, if the impeachment vote had come after this guy got sworn in, it would have been a tie. Because there was only a one-vote margin to impeach Mayorkas. And that that was what kind of sealed the deal yesterday. <laughs> they won't they won't they wouldn't have been able to do that once uh, this Susie guy gets uh, sworn back into Congress. But, but something I want to ask Congressman Burleson later on this hour is does this really make a difference that they flip the seat? Because I can't remember who it was we spoke with, but they had told us that Santos really was not voting like a conservative. He wasn't voting like a Republican. So I don't know how much of a difference this actually will be. 
that's my question for him. No, it's a good question. And I one I brought up to uh, to Ann Wagner when I had her on talking about him. She was of the mind that that what this guy did was so damaging that if they had left him in office, the Democrats would have produced all these commercials about how rotten he was leading up to the new election, uh, the general election for that seat. And they would definitely have lost it. And some people felt that if they kicked him out, they had a chance to win it back in this special election. They had a very unique candidate up there in the Republican, an immigrant, a lady of color, uh, and they didn't win it. So uh, I don't know. I, it was it was a gamble that uh, did not pay off for them. Let's put it that way. And I'm not sure. I don't know if Burleson um, was in favor of that idea or not. I don't believe that he was. But we do have him on at 747. We'll ask him about it then. We're going to talk to Genevieve Wood coming up here from the Heritage Foundation soon. And uh, maybe a little more detail on what happened at that church shooting down in Texas. Have you heard anything more about that since yesterday? Hmm. Seems to have disappeared from all of the news sites. Surprise, surprise. Does not fit the narrative at all. Right now, let's get to the shortlist. The Mark Cox Shortlist. NATO's been a 75-year success story. We have not had war in the region. And if you look, Russia has never invaded a NATO country. Yeah, uh, there you have it. Nikki Haley is uh, out there talking about, she's she's mad about uh, Donald Trump and accused him of siding with Vladimir Putin. We supply Ukraine with military equipment from our stockpiles, and then we spend our money replenishing those stockpiles so our military has access to them. So we should keep supporting Ukraine with billions and billions and billions of dollars so the money eventually flows back to the rich men north of Richmond. That's the argument. Huh, Joe Biden? It's not just us. There was also a bipartisan voices and the legal illegal experts who have said it was wrong, flatly wrong. Yeah, Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh, it, pretty mad about the Robert Hur's report, and they want him to roll it back. And they loved, they fell in love with the word gratuitous yesterday. On this vote, the yeas are 216, the nays are 211. The motion is adopted. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, the vote leading up to the actual impeachment, I believe, of uh, Secretary Mayorkas. The final vote was like two fourteen to two two fifteen to two fourteen. I think was was the actual uh, final um, uh, vote. So uh, three Republicans apparently bailed on that, um, and I, I don't know if they're uh, the, the Mike Gallagher, Ken Buck, and uh, McClintock. So it is the first time a cabinet secretary has been impeached in the U.S. Congress since 1876. I was wrong about the vote. It was 214 to 213. You know, and at the end of the day, um, does does it really matter? I mean, standing up for what you believe in and knowing that this guy has been blatantly violating the law, I think the answer to that is Absolutely, yes, it does. It does matter. Um, it, it matters because you have to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. In this case, Mayorkas has in, there was evidence he has intentionally told people at the border to ignore the law. So last night, the, the mainstream media was anxious to get Republicans on to talk about this. One one guy they got on was Congressman Brandon Williams and the anchored CNN, Jim Sciuto, didn't even want to allow him to talk 
about this. Listen, listen to this debate. Well, because five, you know, permitting in in the law in the code five thousand per day on average over a period of time to enter the know, country that's not true. is that's not true. It's not allowing it is 5, true. 000. It's a disaster. It, it was, it, and, it was not allowing them in. It was, it, was, it was saying at 5,000 encounters, you don't, you don't entertain now, any more is, encounters of the border. I'm sorry. It's a, it's is, that, is that respecting each other? Is that what you're getting at here? Well, is respecting I, I will each other? challenge you when you I, say something that's I'm not true. I'm a member true. of Congress. You're cutting me off. Um, it absolutely Only when you is say something true. not true. And Oh, I see. And you're the arbiter of truth. I- <laughs> yeah, thank you. Congressman Williams. So now CNN, you're the arbiter of truth. Well... That's what uh, uh, that that's what uh, Langford said. That's what Senator Langford said. So I'll take his word for it because I agree with him and I don't agree with you. This is how CNN and MSNBC and all these these big mainstream media companies are circling the wagons uh, on the border bill uh, against the impeachment of Mayorkas. They want to flat out call Republicans who voted against him and, and against the bill. You know, they 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 claim they're lying. And you know that's not true. We know what this would have been. We know exactly what it would have been. All right, we'll get to more of that in a minute. Coming up, Genevieve Wood is going to join us. Uh, You remember the person that leaked Donald Trump's tax returns? You want to guess what happened to him in court? I bet you don't have to. We're going to talk to Genevieve about that when we come back. Stay tuned. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. She was apparently a woman from El Salvador with mental health issues who had Palestine written on her rifle, identified as both genders, and may have had an anti-Semitic motive. The stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart of Texas. All right, Genevieve Wood on the phone with a senior advisor there at the Heritage Foundation. And Genevieve, you know, we've, we've long played that Texas song for you there at the beginning without it probably repeatedly explaining to people that you're from Texas. Whoops. That and I love hearing it every Wednesday, so I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I sometimes it, it begs an explanation because we've had you on here for, for so many years and we just take it for granted everybody knows that. Uh, that soundbite <laughs> sound I played there at the top is a Texas story, and that is the the unfortunate, dr- tr- tragic shooting that happened at, at Joel Osteen's church uh, this week. And, you know, oddly, I've scanned several news sites this morning that story has largely left the headlines. 
Yeah, and it's one that had a lot of questions unanswered, right? Uh, Like, who is this person? And is is it a male? Is it a female? Is it a woman who thinks she's a man or a man? I mean, there are a lot of these questions. You had conflicting reports on day one of the shooting, but very similar to what happened with the Nashville shooting, that tragic shooting uh, at the Christian school there. It's as though they want to, like, clamp down on that. And whether it's the police, whether it's other investigators, they don't want to get into answering those testy questions. Uh, and the question is why? I mean, that, when anytime you have a, a crime, a tragic shooting like this, one of the first pieces of things or the first things that people want to know is who did it? What do we know about them? What in their background might suggest they would have done this? Is there a way we could have prevented it? I mean, they're all relevant questions. It's not you know, gossip. There are reasons that people want to know answers to things like this. And yet it seems whenever there's a case of it might be somebody who's a transgendered person, uh, they don't want to talk about it. Well, I think in this particular case, they could be they could be accused of misgendering because they just said that they're identifying her as a as a she, but she identified herself as Jeffrey. So uh, I, I don't know what's going on. The police really seem to tap dance around that issue. They did well, but then you had a Fox News report saying that she was born biologically a male, which shows you there's a lot of confusion going on. But you know, one of the things that we report in the Daily Signal, Mark, that's important about this is if this was a woman, uh, which I think, from what we know, it was, who was wanting maybe perhaps transgender to a male. Women who do that often will take testosterone to make themselves, you know, have more male characteristics, strengthening their muscles and the like. And we also know that that testosterone in both men and women can cause more aggressive behavior. It can make you feel more empowered than you really are. And so there's a question of whether or not that, because what we know, and no offense to you, Mark, but the mass majority of tragic shootings like this, like over 95% are committed by men, not women. So it makes you wonder when you have a woman do something like this, wow, what was it that caused her to go off? And, of course, the people in that movement may not want you to ask the question, could her taking testosterone have triggered something like this? Uh, But that's very possible. And was it a hate crime? Right. Well, yeah, I, I mean, crime. like think about the whole Nashville shooter, right? The, the student who identified as trans and then they wouldn't release that manifesto and then right. it all of a sudden gets leaked and then boom, it's everything we thought it would be. And that's why, in my opinion, they weren't releasing it. Exactly. They didn't want you to know what you knew was probably in there. So let's yeah. just hide it. Maybe nobody will talk about it. Exactly right. When people are hiding stuff like that, it's a really good sign. It, you know, it probably needs to not be hidden. Genevieve, we, we don't have a lot of time here, but I, I did want to point this out. Uh, speaking of a two-tier justice system, the person who leaked the private tax returns of Donald Trump surprisingly is not getting uh, in a lot of trouble for that with from the Department of Justice. No, they're getting the most lenient sentence as possible. And, and, and the amazing thing about this is even the judge in the case, who's a Biden appointee, a Biden appointee said, just doesn't this seem a little bit crazy? Because it wasn't just Donald Trump. It was over a thousand other Americans, private citizens, who had their tax releases released to the New York Times and uh, other publications. And and the the crazy thing about this, too, I would encourage people to read the story, Mark, because you go in and you look at this guy was a bad employee, but there are a number of bad employees within the government and at the IRS. They have a real problem of firing people who don't do their jobs well, including maybe unauthorized putting out tax releases. And then they have a bad habit of rehiring those people as the days and weeks go on. So I would encourage people to read that story because you would be shocked at what's happened to the IRS. 
beyond just the fact of this particular story. Yeah, very true. DailySignal.com. You can find all that stuff there. Heritage.org. Genevieve, thank you as always. Thank you, guys. Yep. Talk to you uh, soon. Appreciate that. Hey, coming up, I told you that Lawrence Jones from Fox News was in town this morning, live at Keener Plaza, interviewing people about the crime problem here. We're going to get him on the phone on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Well, I look up at the TV screen here and I see the police chief on there talking about, yes, uh, another shooting in the city of St. Louis. And then I look at Keener Plaza this morning and Fox News and lo and behold, there's Lawrence Jones, the co-host of Fox and Friends down there in St. Louis live. Lawrence, welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, good morning, brother. It's been, <laughs> I guess, 10 years since we've been on the air together. It, it has been and a the- while. I think you were here for <laughs> Project 21 or something like that in St. Louis at the was, time. Yeah, I was here for Project 21, and the city was about to burn with the the case with Mike Brown, and we were there for that all the the protest in Ferguson. Yeah, it, it was it was indeed a mess, and we, we loved uh, meeting you and getting you in the studio that time. So I saw you had, like, Ann Dorn on this morning, obviously the widow of Captain David Dorn and others, talking about the, the ongoing crime problem here. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's out of control. I was just talking with victims' families yesterday. I talked with some law enforcement yesterday, and the growing consensus is that the Fund the Police movement was an utter failure. Uh, it looks like Cory Bush, who was an activist back in the day when I was covering Ferguson, it was my first protest. And after the, the lie of hands up, don't shoot from Mike Brown and the people on the ground, even Obama's DOJ said that was a lie. And they decided to give her a promotion after the lie, make her a congresswoman. And it's not going so well for the city. The mayor has the same type of policies. And the, I, I guess we're reaching a point where the folks in, in St. Louis, I find the outrage. Hey, Lawrence, this is this is Kim. It, it's funny you say yep. that, speaking of the mayor, because she just recently came out and was touting how I think homicides were down like 20 percent. And then you really hear what's going on. Like we had multiple shootings overnight, including some that involve some police officers here. So it just seems like it's this narrative that's not matching up. Well, it's, it's, it's the tone deafness. And Honestly, it's no different from what they say about the economy. The economy is actually well. They'll say the border numbers are down, and they'll say the numbers for crime are actually down. But you can't convince Americans uh, something different of their reality, of their day-to-day experiences. Uh, You know, they would do themselves a favor if they could actually go on the ground, talk with the folks, and come up with a solution. But I think if they concede on that point, they know they've lost the next election. Yeah, very true. And, you know, here here's the bad news for us, potentially. You mentioned that Cori Bush was an activist on the ground in Ferguson yep. and, and went on to win that congressional seat. Now the guy that's challenging her and and is leading in the polls right now 20 was, points. was, all, was also an activist in Ferguson <laughs> and then became the prosecuting attorney in St. Louis County. So, I mean, I think he'll be better than she is, but I, I don't know how much better. Well, I, I think this goes to the real point of Republicans have to get on the ground and, and win and paint that vision. You should be able to sell liberty. Uh, and I think that is a flaw within the movement right now. You can't tell me that the people of St. Louis, Chicago, Baltimore want their kids dying every single day. You can't tell me. That. I don't believe that. You can't tell me that they want a broken education system. Um so something has to change. 
you got to sell it on the ground. And I think if Republicans can do that, I know the former president uh, has already made a commitment. He's going to every community to talk about the issues that matter to voters in urban America. That's that's the pathway forward. I mean, you hear some of these these liberal leaders here in the city of St. Louis throwing out ideas like, oh, we need to have these recreational centers for teens open longer and that'll stop the crime or have these these people who are going to go out and try to talk to some of these people who have mental illness. What are the people who you talk to actually telling you that they think needs to be done to stop crime here or to at least have well, a decline in it? Yeah, I mean, look, I understand that. You know, broken families is also a part of the, the calculation. And, and I think that goes back to some of the root causes as well. But I was just talking to a mother yesterday who lost her son and then a couple of weeks later lost her nephew as well. Wow. Uh, both of them were murdered. And she said that there has to be consequences for these juveniles. You know, I have a lot of compassion for the juveniles. My first job was working in juvenile court. I understand about re- rehabilitating them. Uh, but there has to be consequence. They have to face the book. They have to do the time. They have to find a career. We've got to put them on that pathway. But simply releasing 15-year-olds after they just shot up a club or, sh- or, or stole someone's car or carrying around AR-15 with no training uh, and are menaces to society is not going to do anybody any good, not yeah. for the community or for them to repair their life. What, what it tells them is that their actions that they have committed uh, are simply okay, and that's just not right. That's true. Lawrence Jones, our guest, uh, co-host now of Fox and Friends, and hey, man, congratulations on that meteoric rise. What, what's it like being Thanks, on the bro. big couch with uh, Brian and Ainsley <laughs> and Steve all the time? Man, it's the honor of a lifetime. I've been having, you know, a real uh, the real fortune of being able to grow on air and you know, it started off with my reporting on the ground right here in St. Louis. It was my first protest, uh, and those videos that I covered on the ground, that's the same thing I'm doing for the channel now. Well, I mean, I, th- I think the, the it's fantastic, and you've added a, a whole new dimension to what they do there on Fox and Friends in the morning. Plus, you get to go to diners, and you get to get out of the snow yeah. in New York and come to St. Louis, right? This is true. Got to get. I, I, I've gained some weight eating all the diners. So yes, yes. Yeah, but you look like you enjoy your off time too. I, I saw a picture I of you on a boat with a dog somewhere uh, that you had posted one time. That looked like a, a great. What was that in Florida somewhere? That was in Florida. Oh, yeah, Nolly nice. goes everywhere with me. Yeah, she's she's a star. That's fantastic. Well, I tell you what, Lawrence Jones, we, listen, we appreciate you giving us some time here at the uh, at the last minute this morning. I understand you're about to get on a plane. Are you headed back to New York? No, no, no. We're heading. So we're on a tour right now. Yesterday we were in Memphis. Today we're in St. Louis. And now we're heading to Washington, D.C., Baltimore area to cover, you know, the crime there. Oh. Because, you know, it's, it's, it's hitting every major city that has something in common, which is they're all liberal cities. So we'll see if the leadership will change. We're so honored we made the short list of the most dangerous cities that you guys decided to go to to cover the crime problem. (laughs) Thanks, Lawrence. (laughs) Thanks, brother. You bet. We'll talk to you again soon, brother. Appreciate getting you on here. Pleasure. All right. We'll talk to you. Uh, Thank you. That's uh, Lawrence Billy Jones. Uh, Used to go by Lawrence Billy Jones when – uh, he was on the show years ago, and I think he's kind of dropped the the Billy now, and he goes by Lawrence B. Jones. He's an adult now. He, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, because he's, I mean, he's still a very young man, and uh, he's uh, he's doing well for himself. Yeah.
That's crazy how quickly they pick. I mean, you just saw him on TV, what, 15 minutes ago, if that, and then he picks up, heads to the airport, not going home, going city to city to city. Heading back. The life of a network news star. Of being off the air. Wow. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, Mr. We do appreciate that because I was texting with his producer this morning. I'm like, hey, is there any chance, like, when he's done that we could get him on for a few minutes? She goes, well, he could probably call you on his way to the airport. So for all I know, he was in a car right then. Uh, being swept off to to Lambert to catch a flight uh, back to to DC. Plenty to cover there too. We should have wished him luck on I seventy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to scare him. I mean, I did if because you know that's probably the way they're if they put it in their GPS, it'll take him I seventy. I'm telling you, we need to put something for Siri to say I'd turn back if I were you. When you enter the city of I seventy, it just says turn well, around, please. Well, he was at Ferguson, so he's okay. He's yeah, he's 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 a he veteran. Knows. He knows what to expect, my guess is, for sure. Coming up, we still got a lot to get to. Congressman Eric Burleson on the Mayorkas impeachment vote last night, right after the break. We've seen damage untold to our country, and again, the deaths of tens of thousands of Americans. How so? I'm sorry? The deaths of tens of thousands of Americans. Yeah, we've had over 110,000 Americans who have died as a result of fentanyl poisoning that has come in over our borders. Yeah, that is a, a congresswoman on with Brianna Keeler at CNN who wants to argue with her that the, the open border is not the reason we have a huge fentanyl problem in this country. It's unbelievable how the media has circled the wagons around this Mayorkas deal. I don't know. I've got Congressman Eric Burleson on the phone this morning. And Congressman, uh, thanks for giving me some time. How are you? Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm doing fine. So you guys got the vote last night, uh, just in the nick of time before that Santos seat switched, it sounds like. Uh, And you finally are holding this administration accountable for what's going on on the border. Yeah, I, you know, this guy, Mayorkas, has lied directly to Congress. You know, a lot of people have said, we sh- you know, we shouldn't be using the threshold of an impeachment because he, uh, just because he's doing a poor job, but that's not worthy of impeachment. But he's doing more than a poor job. He, the, you know, he has implemented over 65 different policy changes that have created this disaster. He refuses to return to the policies of the Trump era, you know, the remain in Mexico policy, the, the, um, he, he, they, he implemented catch and release. He refuses to, you know, eliminate that. And so as a result, we have had 7.3 million illegal aliens encountered at the Southern border. And that does not include the nearly 2 million that were, that we know were gotaways. In other yes. words, gotaways are the people that, we had camera footage of them. We maybe we had drone footage, but we weren't able to actually apprehend them um, and process them. So two million people. Th- those two million are the scary ones because they are coming in secretly. They don't want to be processed. They're probably carrying drugs, and they're probably they could be terrorists. We do and know so this guy. I mean, he deserves to be impeached, absolutely. But I think and Biden deserves to be impeached as well. Well, I would agree with both oh, yeah. of those. But I, I will say that since the, the Democrats have controlled the Senate, we know, sadly, this won't really go any further than probably what, it, what it's already done. So explain the importance of still going through with this, with this impeachment against Mayorkas. Yeah, I think that just because the politics of it may not be right doesn't mean that the policy um, should, should, uh, should change. And I think that we 
owe it to the American people to follow through and, uh, and, and set an example of this. I mean, we can't allow an individual to come forward in front of Congress who has a legal responsibility to maintain operational control on the southern border. And if, and if you read the law, he, he is a very unique cabinet member. He is, he is a cabinet member who has a very specified objective and responsibility in the, in the federal law. And that is that he's not allowed to have anyone. Uh, he's not allowed to release anyone in the United States. And he is purposely not only releasing people, but he's fast-tracking people across the border by giving people uh, this app to download and pre-register for their you know, asylum yes. case. Yeah. yeah, that that may be the most maddening part of all of that that I've heard so far uh, is that we've just we, we created an app to help you break into our country. That that's just that is amazing. Congressman Eric Burleson, our guest this morning. Uh, were you in the uh, behind the door, closed door testimony with Tony Bobolinsky yesterday? Um, I was not. They, that was with the, the staff of the oversight committee. And but and we just I just this morning and I haven't had a chance to read it, just got the transcript of that. Yeah, well, I I I only ask because I saw where James Comer, the congressman who's heading up oversight, said that uh, Democrats were yelling at Bobolinsky, cutting him off, belittling him, threatening him and that he was unshakable in his testimony. Yeah, there's a handful of so whenever those these depositions occur. There, it's mostly being conducted by attorneys, and then you've got key members like the chairman, uh, Comer, Chairman Jordan, and then all, usually they bring in Andy Biggs, who's an attorney uh, that's on both those, both judiciary and oversight. And so then the Democrats have their, you know, chairmans and their their attorneys as well. And so right. yeah, they were in that room, and the Democrats, I think they they fully understood that this. This was a not a good witness for them. This witness was not going to continue to cover for the Biden. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm glad that uh, that that went down uh, the way it did. One last before we run out of time here, uh, the Ukraine spending bill, the Ukraine Israel Taiwan spending bill, no border no border control at all, and it that's being sent to the House. Uh, Mike Johnson says that's dead on arrival. I'm assuming you agree with that. I 100 percent agree with that. You know. I, I think it's really frustrating that that they don't – I don't think that they get it. I don't think that the Senate gets it. I don't think Mitch McConnell gets it. They're just so out of touch with what's going on in the – you know, in, in America. When we – even Republican and Democrat, you go back home, talk to your voters, talk to your base. Look at the impact that these illegal immigrants are having on all of our communities, and then you you're trying to tell me that we – we're going to send. We're not going to do anything about that. But we're going to send money to protect the border of Ukraine. It's absurd. Yeah, yeah. And so, and we, and you know, not even to get into the whole argument about it being a money laundering scheme, and that the, the a lot of that money is is being laundered into different entities that that are corrupt. Like that's a, you know, set that aside. It's the question is priorities. Yes. Ukraine is not hasn't been a full ally of the United States, with and so uh, and it's been a corrupt regime regime for decades. Why why we have to be very skeptical about every dollar that we're sending wow. and to send sixty, you know, sixty billion dollars. Oh my, that's like almost twice or at least, um, you know, it's 
it, almost twice the entire budget of the state of Missouri. Wow. It's stunning. I, t- I tell you, uh, Eric Burleson, we appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, we'll talk to you again soon. Congressman Eric Burleson, back in a minute. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 